This is Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa. Information without understanding is not very helpful. Talk with the doctor and feel like you're talking to a friend. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Atlanta. This is Dr. Carissa Hines, and you are listening to Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa. We are here every Thursday at 11 a.m., streaming live uh, on uh, the radio on WWE Real 1100 a.m. We also are streaming live on WWE's Facebook page, on the Old Fashioned Health Network Facebook page and live on Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa's Facebook page. So for anybody that is watching my Facebook live now, hello, hello, hello. All righty, shout outs. Okay, always a shout out to my number one fan in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Hey, how are you doing? Shout out to Houston, Texas, Seattle, Washington, Charlotte, North Carolina, Chesapeake, Virginia. How are y'all doing this week? I hope everybody is doing well. Um, I want to just go ahead and take a take a quick minute um, to just say that, you know, my prayers are with our family in the Gulf Coast. Um, I hope that you all are staying safe and sound uh, in this storm. Uh, You know, this is kind of the season and this is this is what we go through every time this year. But it is no less uh, concerning and scary. and, And I wish you all well and pray that you all are safe. Now, so for today's show, and this is one of my favorite songs from way, way back, uh, Shanice uh, singing I Love Your Smile. We are going to talk about our smiles today or talk about our oral health uh, with Dr. Jarrett Manning. Uh, She will be on shortly, but let's talk about what's in a smile. So when we smile, we communicate quite a bit, actually. Um, We have a a genuine smile is an invitation for friendship, for conversation, or maybe even a good joke. Um, It tells tells you um, that you can be perceived as a trustworthy and agreeable person. Um, It may even portray a sense of intelligence or curiosity. Um, A smile may even show that you're worthy of another person's time and attention uh, and trust. Um, And so, you know, a true smile uh, reflects uh, true happiness, uh, confidence and professionalism and reliance, actually. So all of that from just giving a smile. And I know, um, you know, nowadays that we're all wearing masks when we go out, that we are not able to present our smiles um, to each other. And so that is a challenge in our communication, um, you know, especially those nonverbal communications that are so important. So if you can remember, think about the first smile you gave to your love, the first grin of a baby, the smile you flash when you're up to something, 
giggles between girlfriends or good friends, deep belly laughs, the smile after tasting something really, really delicious. So I bet you're smiling now, aren't you? I know I am, and you can see that I am. So here we go. A smile is an easy way to communicate a feeling of pleasure or happiness. It is the most instinctive and simplest of expressions. So in doing my research for this week's, uh, for this week's show, I learned that there are 10 different types of smiles. Didn't know that. So here we go. The first type is the reward smile. So this is the smile that after you have been given a compliment or or an award at work, um, this is the smile that, that you give um, or the smile that is given to you as well. Um, there is the affiliative smile, the dominant smiles, the lying smile, we've all seen that, the wistful smile where you're just kind of hoping, you know, for something that may be the polite smile. Um, there's also the polite smile, the flirtatious smile. We all know that one. The embarrassed smile. The Pan Am smile. And that one I, I got really tickled with. But that is the flight attendant. Um, the flight attendant smile where I'm going to smile really, really hard. But maybe I really don't mean it. But, you know, I'm, I'm just doing this because this is what they pay me to do. And then there is my favorite type of smile since I've learned about these 10 um, the Duchenne smile which is the genuine smile and that is the smile that when you are truly truly happy and just blissful um, and you give that freely and from your heart um, and there's no pretense behind it there's no ulterior, ulterior motive it is just pure joy that is the smile that I love best so what makes a smile so, of course, there are lots of muscles um, of the face uh, that are um, activated to control our mouth, our lips. Um, and so, of course, you know, you have your lips and the mouth muscles itself, your teeth and your eyes, actually. So, you know, for those of you who watch, um, what is that? The model, con uh, the model contest show where... Um, Tyra Banks talks about smizing, where you can smile with your eyes, right? Which I still don't know how to do that. I, I don't, I don't know. But anyway, so I, maybe I'm, I'm smile deficient, perhaps. <laughs> so anyway, so now, have you ever considered what your smile may be hiding? Let's consider the connection between your oral health and your overall health, because those things are connected. And I will tell you, I'll share um, a case from way, way, way back. Um, when I was early in my training, um, someone had an abscessed tooth and they ended up in the ICU. Now, you wouldn't think from just a tooth that, you know, they would be, you know, near death um, and in, in intensive care. But what happened, the bacteria had, had festered so much in that tooth that it became an abscess or a pus pocket. And those bacteria seeped into the bloodstream. And then next thing you know, that bacteria seeded from the mouth, seeded into other structures. And in this particular case, seeded into the patient's heart tissues. 
and caused an infection in the heart tissues called endocarditis, which can be very, very much so life-threatening, all from a tooth abscess. So, you know, as everything in the body works together, everything is connected, even the things that we don't necessarily consider um, to be connected. So, here we are. So, there are many conditions that are affected by your over, over your oral health, excuse me, and vice versa. Um, in literature from 2006, the American Dental Association wrote, and I quote, the mouth is a window into the health of the body. I like that. The mouth is filled with bacteria and some linked to gum disease and tooth decay. So, you know, if you are of a certain age, you will remember the commercial about the cavity creeps and how important it was to, to brush your teeth so that the cavity creeps wouldn't get you. Do y'all remember that? I know I'm telling my age, but I'll tell you how old I am, actually, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so in research, it was discovered that advanced gum disease or periodontal disease may be linked to cardiovascular disease, stroke, and pneumonia, amongst other conditions that can be life-threatening. Gum disease is the most common chronic inflammatory condition in the world, but it is a silent disease. So when we come back from commercial, I will introduce you to our fabulous guest, Dr. Jarrett Manning, and we will talk more about oral health and tips that you can do to improve your oral health and improve your overall health by taking care of your mouth. This is Dr. Carissa Hines. You are listening to Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and we will be back after this break. See you soon. At Just for Pets Wellness Center, our expert veterinary team provides personal, professional, and compassionate services to your beloved pets. You can rely on us for pet wellness exams, medical care and treatments, dentistry, and surgical care. We provide a clean, safe, and caring environment for dogs, cats, and pocket pets with exceptional care, always the standard. We're doggone good and the cat's meow. Visit our website for more information at www.just4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. This is fashion designer Edmund Newton. I'd like to tell you about Enmask.com. Enmask.com is my only source for non-surgical cloth masks. I've teamed up with Enmask.com to create and design a collection of limited edition masks. These masks are washable, reusable, breathable, and most importantly, fashionable. Shop online now at Enmask.com. That's E-N-M-A-S-K-S.com for quality masks made in America. Rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at smartplexatl.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, 
We are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. Hey folks, Handsome Josh is here to reveal some big news to all the AM 1100 listeners. I have an app. That's right, you can now check out all your favorite programs right here on The Real with The Real 1100 app. Whether it's sports, entertainment, or lifestyle, The Real 1100 definitely has you covered. So why don't you just tell me how much it's going to cost me? And here's the best part. It's available in your Google Play or Apple App Store, and it's free to download. Actually, you can count me in on this one. So download The Real 1100 app today and stay in tune with The Real. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome back. This is Dr. Carissa Hines, and you are listening to Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa. So we are talking today about improving our oral health, and let me introduce our fabulous guest today. Uh, Our guest today is Dr. Jarrett L. Manning. So here is a little bit about her. Business mogul Dr. Jarrett L. Manning, a.k.a. Dr. Jarrett, is an accredited dentist, natural hair and style maven, business and relationship coach, and three-time best-selling author. She is among the country's most well-known and respected dentists. In addition to being the owner and smile creator of JLM Dentistry in Atlanta, Dr. Jarrett is frequently called upon by local and national media to give a fresh perspective on oral health issues. She has been featured in both national and international publications and networks, including the Tom Joyner Morning Show, Cosmopolitan Magazine, BlackDoctor.org, AskMen.com, Black America Web, Bravo TV, and more. Dr. Jarrett is also the founder and CEO of Honey Envy, a doctor-created and scientifically-backed natural hair care line made with natural botanical ingredients to keep hair healthy and hydrated. Dr. Jarrett also has a passion for mentoring girls, and because of this passion, she started Beyond Her Smile, a nonprofit organization that advances positivity among young girls and exposes them to STEAM-based careers. 
she also dedicates her time to teaching and empowering new dentists about the industry. And in addition to being a frequent speaker, she runs Dental CEOs LLC, a premier educational platform for new dentists who are looking to become successful dental practice owners. Dr. Jarrett is an alumni of Xavier University of Louisiana and a proud member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. She resides in the Atlanta metro area with her husband, Will, and their daughter, Addison. In her free time, she enjoys traveling, perfecting the art of being a foodie, and spending time with friends and family. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and welcome to the show, Dr. Jarrett. <laughs> Dr. Jared, hey. Hey, Dr. How are you? are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? All is well. Thanks, Good. Dave, of course. Thanks thank so you. much for having me. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on. Um, you know, because this is just such an important uh, topic, as I was talking in the, in the intro there, um, you know, that I've seen, you know, really, really bad tooth problems manifest themselves outside of the mouth in the body. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I think a lot of people don't really make that connection. Um, And even in the ER now, I see, you know, just tons of people coming in with toothache um, and in various stages of disrepair um, with respect to their to their oral health. Um, And so, you know, it's just really, really important that people understand that connection between the mouth and the rest of the body, um, especially when things go wrong. Yes, that is correct. It's definitely we preach total body health. You know, a lot of people think dentists are just strictly focusing on teeth and gums, but I'm also a practitioner that educates patients on total body health because what goes on in the mouth affects the rest of the body. Most certainly. You know, you know gum disease definitely linked to diabetes, heart disease, you know, low birth weight, so many systemic diseases. Um, so it's important that we not only connect, you know, just focus on teeth, but we connect the dots. Exactly. It's super important. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And so that is why, you know, when you go to the dentist, it's important to let them know about any other medical issues that you have as well. Yeah. Because then that can kind of, again, as I have said in previous shows about giving your doctor um, and your dentist, um, you know, giving, the, giving us a roadmap that is going to be helpful for us to help you. Um, So the more information you can give us about what's going on with you, the better we can help you, the more we can intervene um, and hopefully keep things from getting too, too out of control. Right, right. I agree. And it's, it's really, it should not be disjointed. Like I need to have conversations with a patient's medical doctor. Right. If they have, you know, a list of medicines or mm-hmm. they have uh, systemic diseases, like it, it is a collaborative effort to getting you to complete health. So it's super important. Right. Right. And I think about myself, like I have never, I don't even know if I've told my dentist who my, my primary doctor, I don't even know if I've shared that. So that's mm-hmm. something, you know, that even I need to need to do, you know, because when I go to the dentist, you're just so focused on, you know, get in, get your, get your stuff done and, and get on with your day. Um, yeah, you know, I yeah. need to slow myself down when I go to the dentist and, and make sure yeah. that I'm giving comprehensive information myself. So, right. so now, you mentioned the low birth weight. And when I was doing my research, I, I was really shocked 
um, that the effects of poor oral health or oral disease was just so far reaching. Like, what is the connection with that one in particular? I found that one really, really fascinating. Yeah. So, you know, I think it has a lot to do with during pregnancy. You know, of course, there are a lot of hormonal changes, Mm -hmm. but a lot of pregnant women skip their dental visit. Mm. And if you're if you have those hormonal changes, uh, those hormonal changes can affect the teeth and gums. If you're skipping those visits, then you're we are not able to, you know, catch things that may be going on. Mm Um, you know, we, we're talking about low birth weight, but then if you talk about heart disease, you know, studies have shown that the same bacteria that um, causes gum disease is found in arteries of people that ha- have heart disease. So hmm. there's there's always that connection there. Right. So going back to pregnancy and low birth weight, it is super important to always keep your appointments. Um, most people come to their dentist every six months, but mm-hmm. if you have more advanced forms of gum disease, then you will be seeing the dentist every three or every four months. It's not cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. It's definitely tailored to your needs and concerns because you always hear, oh, go see the dentist twice a year. No, not necessarily the case because if you have more advanced forms of gum disease or in advanced forms of gum disease in combination with you know, systemic disease or pregnancy, we're probably going to see you more frequently than twice a year. So that every six months is just for just the general checkup. Everything's fine. I just want you just to look and just make sure everything's okay. And then I'll see you again in another six months. But Mm -hmm. once we develop problems, it's the same thing when you go to to a medical doctor. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you may go once a year for your physical and everything, you know, you're expecting everything to be fine. But then if it's not, then we're making arrangements to see each other a little more frequently. Same thing, you know, when you go to the dentist. So now let's talk about the social consequences of oral diseases. Um, Because, you know, I know that when we've seen the commercials where, you know, people smiles like they don't smile and then that portends, you know, that they may be unapproachable or, you know, unlikable or whatever. Like, you know, speak to that a little bit more. You know, it's just bigger than just teeth, like I mentioned. A mm-hmm. smile is everything. Mm-hmm. A smile gets you your job. If you walk into a job interview and you have you present with, you know, bad teeth, bad breath, I can guarantee you're probably not going to get the job, especially if the job requires you to be in the public and out in front mm-hmm. so that people see you. Right. So a smile, it, it speaks volumes. It gets you that job. It gets you that relationship. Um, it And then let's talk about the confidence that you have if your smile is on point. Mm-hmm. So social um, consequences are, are huge. Um, nobody wants to be around the person with bad breath. Right. Nobody wants to tell the person that they have bad breath. Right. I don't have a problem with that because guess what? That's my job. That's what, That's what do. I do every day. Right. Um, it's, of course okay to hear it from me but there is an art to telling somebody that you have bad breath but nobody wants to be around that person um and fun fact a lot of people don't know that they have bad that have bad breath um it's not something that you you know you can just you know breathe in your hand and tell that hey i need to go brush or i need to go floss how does Um, someone not know That, that that's always been been fascinating to me you know like how do you not know you know, 
they really don't. The thing is, and I tell people this all the time and they think it's like nasty, but it's really not in the privacy of your own home. The way to find out is the lick your wrist test. Like you lick your wrist, Mm -hmm. you wait 10 seconds and you smell your wrist. That is a key indicator that something is going on. Um, And most in most cases, bad breath is caused by gum disease. Mm-hmm. Now, let me let me break that down because over 90% of the population has gum disease, some wow. form of gum disease. Yes, so there are two forms of gum disease. There's gingivitis, which is reversible, mm-hmm. and then there's periodontitis, which is irreversible. We can treat it, but it's irreversible. Wow. And that periodontitis... That gum disease is the leading reason why people have bad breath. Hmm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when you, I was just thinking when you were talking about, you know, no one wants to tell someone that they have bad breath. And I was thinking mm-hmm. about back when I was in high school and I was dating and I dated this guy. I went, I'm sorry, let me, let me take that back. I went out on a date with uh-huh. this, with this young man who had just, you know, just the worst. And, you know, me being what I thought was a kind hearted thing, I told him, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, you know, he got very tremendously angry with me. And, you know, of course, we never dated again. And I was like, you know, I'm trying to help you out, you know. So just to take an aside for that, what should I think you like, probably did help him, you know, I don't, I don't it's embarrassing. So. You know, nobody wants yeah. to be told that they have bad breath. This but, is true. But, you know, you know the thing is you. that people that knew him, you know, would like that was a joke, you know, and I, uh, I felt bad about that because I was like, you know. Well, instead of laughing, why don't y'all tell this brother, you know, that he needs to to tighten that up a little tighten bit. Tighten up, yes. But, you know, whatever. So <laughs> any tips for helping us? Like if you are, are with a friend. So I always tell people, you know, if you offer me a mint, I'm going to take it because you might be mm-hmm. trying to tell me something. Yeah, yeah. But if, um, you, if your bad breath is caused by gum disease, a mint is, is not, not going to do help. a dog this on thing. But there, um, but those might be some cues that people around you might be trying to, you know, trying to tell you gently, like, hey, you know, something's going on here. So what yep. other ways should we very gently tell, you know, our, our friends and neighbors that, you know, their their breath is not so fresh? Yeah, various ways. I mean, one way you can do it is over coffee or just over conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, you're sitting down with your girlfriend, y'all are out at... I don't know, outside sitting, having coffee or tea, just catching up. You're having a normal conversation. In that normal conversation, you know, I maybe bring up that you're going to see your dentist and mm-hmm. pass that dental, that dentist contact info along. Like, mm-hmm. she's the best dentist, and I love her. You should definitely give her a try. It's no different from telling somebody I'm going to get my hair done or I'm going to get the facial I absolutely love my esthetician. It's no different. Mm-hmm. You're giving them the indicators that, hey, you should probably see the dentist. You should probably do this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm that friend that is blunt. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm probably going to tell you, listen, girl, I really think you should see the dentist because I sense an odor. Sometimes you have to be blunt and out front with right. friends. Now, if you call, right. if you call this person a friend then be a friend and let them know, hey, something's going on. So I think over coffee, over tea, being blunt sometimes, yes, sometimes giving them a mint, 
um, passing them a business card of your dentist. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are definitely ways, um, but I do think that if you consider that person a friend, it is your duty and obligation to pass the information along. Because I, I will say also, you know, one thing that has made me more acutely aware of my breath is having to wear the mask all the time. Oh, gosh, yes. Listen, nowadays... Oh, my. The mask will tell the all mask of The mask tells the truth. It, it just does. <laughs> Because I will have like a cup of coffee and then put the mask on. And I'm like, am I am I putting this on people? Am I am I doing this? <laughs> like, oh, my God, this is not this is no. I have to fix this. Yep. That's yeah. it. Exactly. The that, mask. The mask now, does not lie. Yes, it yeah. tells it all. Yeah. So now what are some first signs of an oral health problem? First signs. Number one sign is bleeding. Mm. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I see a little bit of blood. That's nothing. It'll mm-hmm. pass. Nope. Bleeding is the number one sign that something is going on um, oral oral Mm -hmm. health-wise. There are a lot of systemic diseases that have oral manifestations. Um, I can't tell you the number of diseases that I have diagnosed and sent patients to their primary care doctor for that I see first. Um, A lot of autoimmune diseases, when we're talking lupus, um, there are lesions that go on in the mouth with... um, Diseases that um, have, you know, oral manifestations, systemic diseases, a lot of times carry lesions in the mouth, and mm-hmm. those lesions look a particular way. So that's another reason why it is absolutely imperative that you see your dentist. Um, you know, one of the rising cancers is oral cancer. Mm-hmm. Oral cancer, you know, it presents itself in a certain way, it's painless, but if, and, and it, creeps up in like all the hidden spots that you might not necessarily see when you brush and floss your teeth. Mm -hmm. So we are, that's the number one reason, of course, to continue to see the dentist. But going back, bleeding, if you see signs of bleeding, you definitely need to run and call your dentist. If you see lesions in your mouth, you know, oral um, ulcers, canker sores, definitely call your dentist. So now with the oral cancer, just to put out, you know, of course, people who smoke, um, you know, that's a huge risk factor for oral cancer. And also Mm -hmm. people who dip snuff um, because they may hold that snuff, you know, against their gum and between their gum and their cheek. Um, And over time, you know, you have that chemical sitting there um, Mm -hmm. and and causing some changes. So those are are two of um, the risk factors that I know of um, for oral cancer. Um, Now, let me ask you with back with the bleeding, because one time for me um, and I've had to switch my toothbrush Mm -hmm. um, because apparently I was being a little too aggressive and I was causing myself to have bleeding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, is, that can definitely occur. I'm a big advocate for electric toothbrush mm-hmm. um, because it's going to do more than what a manual toothbrush can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you can't afford an electric toothbrush and you have to absolutely do a manual brush, you should be brushing in short circular motions. Um, you should be using a soft bristle brush. I can't stress that enough. People think mm-hmm. that they should use a hard brush because it's going to clean better. Mm-hmm. Nope. A soft bristle brush is the way to go because it's gentler on your gums, gentler on your teeth. And all you're doing is going in short circular motions. Um, with an electric brush, though, there are brushes out now that tell you if you're brushing too hard. Mm-hmm. If you know you're an aggressive brusher 
all you're doing is guiding that brush into place. If you end up brushing too hard, it lights up red or it gives you a sound to tell you that, hey, you're brushing too hard. So I'm a big advocate of, of electric toothbrushes for that very reason. But, yes, we can do a lot more damage than we think when we're scrubbing. We should not scrub the teeth. I was watching this video this morning, and it was supposed to be a joke, but I, I couldn't even get um, – I couldn't even laugh at the joke because the guy was scrubbing so hard on his oh. teeth. So, you know, that is, we can cause a lot of damage. Yeah. Brushing should be, you should be very gentle. Flossing, you should be very gentle. And let's talk about flossing because flossing is a game changer. Mm-hmm. If you're not flossing your teeth, then you could possibly eventually lose your teeth. Wow. Tell my patients every day, you floss the teeth you want to keep. Mm-hmm. That, that's like my number one saying. They, my patients know me because I say that all the time. I preach flossing. Like, it's, it, it's so important. Right. It is a game changer. It is a way that you keep your teeth. Um, and studies have shown that people that floss have a better life. Hmm. Uh, but flossing, you know, you floss with the good old-fashioned floss people, not the picks or sticks or anything like that, because they typically do not work, you know, the old Rob Bass song, It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right. Well, it takes two hands to get in there and clean properly. So good old-fashioned floss, no picks, no sticks. And then when you're flossing, it's just not popping that floss in and out. Your tooth has like a little C-shape on the side. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure you're going up and down on each side of the tooth at least 10 times. Hmm. So if your whole oral health routine consists of, I tell my patients to just floss first. And then brush. Mm-hmm. It should be about mm, a four to five minute routine. Okay. And you have time. You have the time to do it. And and I will say for flossing, because I am someone who, again, I don't know why I'm overly aggressive about my oral health care, but I have cut mm-hmm. myself with dental floss. Yes, yes, yes. Because That's I was doing common. the most. Um, and so <laughs> when I talk with my dentist, I switch to a water pick. Mm-hmm. And that has just made a tremendous amount of difference because, of course, I'm not cutting myself. And, you know, because once you've hurt yourself, you're very, very reticent to continue with this activity because, yes. you know, your mouth hurts and then it hurts all day and you're miserable and, you know, cranky and all of those things. Um, so, you know, that's another option um, is just to use a water pick. Um, I don't like that option. You don't like that option. <laughs> no. Well, listen, so there's nothing wrong with a water pig, but it is not your replacement for floss. Okay. Yeah. So go, especially if you have um, braces, mm-hmm. go for the water pig, but you still need to floss because there's still that space. There's still, still that area where the teeth are actually touching. Mm-hmm. Um, water can get above that, below that, but it's not going to permeate through that area. So you want to make sure you're passing something through that area to actually okay. get it clean. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to revisit that. I, I, I may have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna do what you say. I'm gonna revisit that, and, and I'm gonna try not to cut myself. Um, you know, just doing too much with the with the dental floss. With the floss. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm an advocate for. There's a particular floss that I love. It's called Glide floss. You want to look for a floss that are that's like ribbon like. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Glide, yep. ribbon-like floss. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Well, I'm going to Target when I leave here. I'm going to figure that out. 
<laughs> so now, so proactive tips for good oral care. So, you know, mm-hmm. let's take it back to, um, you know, because a lot of us do not see the dentist until there's something wrong. Correct. Um, Correct. But and, and, and the same thing with with children, you know, so how young should someone start to see a dentist just for the preventative care? You should see a dentist as young as one year old. Okay. Yeah. One year old. I'm sorry. Gotcha. Um, you, by two, your child should have seen the dentist. Okay. Um, it does a couple of things. Um, number one, it gets them used to seeing a dentist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are a lot of kids out there that have fears, and a lot of those fears are, one, maybe projected by the parent. Um, to fear the unknown, but if you start early and get them acclimated to the environment, it makes things a whole lot easier. And mm-hmm. at that age, I'm a strong proponent of kids seeing a kid's dentist. Right. So, which is a pedodontist. I'm a strong proponent. I, I'm a dentist. I have a 10 year old, but I've never treated my child because I just strongly believe in kids seeing a kid's dentist, a sure. dentist that is. Specialized, specialized in seeing sure. kids. Um, so it is definitely important to get them to seeing a dentist before the age of two. Okay. Yep. So starting good oral care early. Early. Um, yes. Brushing for, so taking about five minutes for your total oral care, but how mm-hmm. long should we focus on just the brushing piece? Because I've heard, you know, yes. two minutes, sing happy birthday. I'm like, okay, how long do I need to, to do this to make yep. sure that I'm doing it very well and or very thoroughly, I guess I should say? Yeah, two minutes is the magic number. So a lot of the electric toothbrushes out will tell you when two minutes is up. Okay. It, it gives you a sign or a signal every 30 seconds because you want to brush in each quadrant of the mouth um, for 30 seconds. So, of course, 30 times four, two minutes. So those that's why um, the electric toothbrushes are key. So two minutes for brushing, and I would probably say maybe a two minutes for flossing. Okay. Yep. And yep. flossing first, so floss before before you and brush. That's, and that's just my recommendation because mm-hmm. people remember to brush, but we forget to floss. Because gotcha. if you floss first, it kind of puts in your head, hey, I'm not picking up this toothbrush because I haven't flossed yet. All right. And how many times a day to brush our teeth? Brush and floss twice a day. Twice, twice a day for me. Okay. Think about it. You're putting something in your mouth more than once a day, right? True. Food, if, you're, if, you're, if you have a regular diet, then you're eating more than once. Um, are drinking, and so every time you put something in your mouth, you're changing the pH balance of your mouth. Hmm. And a lot of people think, okay, I should reach for the toothbrush right after I eat or drink. That's not the case. After you eat or drink something, you want to rinse out, swish around really good for 30 seconds to help normalize the mouth. Then 30 minutes to an hour, you want to reach for the floss and the, tooth- and the toothbrush. You don't want to brush your teeth in an acidic environment. Wow, Okay. Did not yep. know that. See, I always learn something from my guests, and that's just a blessing, <laughs> I tell you. I tell you. Now, in terms of um, products, because, of course, you know, you can be inundated with products. Yeah. And if you are a product junkie like me, then it all <laughs> looks it all looks good. It's like, you know, I get little, little stars in my eyes when I'm, you know, on the on any of the aisles. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But in terms of, you know, because I've seen um, the different toothpaste, you know, some for whitening, some for sensitive, some for this, some for that. And I never know what I I don't know what to get. I don't know what's going to be the best thing for me. Is that an individualized recommendation or can you speak to like a generalized recommendation for a type of toothpaste? Yeah, let's go generalize. Like I am, I'm not as big on a particular brand Mm -hmm. as I am on what you should be looking for in that toothpaste. Okay. Um, So of course, uh, we recommend fluoridated fluoride toothpaste. Right. Um, I don't recommend whitening toothpaste because they can be too harsh. I don't recommend charcoal toothpaste because they can be too harsh. And so what happens um, when you're talking about whitening toothpaste and charcoal toothpaste, the, these pastes are more abrasive. Mm-hmm. Um, so just imagine, you know, scrubbing or brushing your teeth with an abrasive product, you're wearing away to structure. So these products that you're probably trying to use for whitening are actually taking away the white of your teeth, which is the enamel. Wow. If you continue to use those products and scrub, you're going to go to the second layer of the tooth, which is didn't, and that layer is yellow. So you're actually doing the opposite. Um, and then those Charcoal toothpaste, they can um, definitely cause an increased sensitivity. So if just for basic oral care routine, we want you to use a a fluoride toothpaste. Now, Now, mm -hmm, go ahead. When you spoke about the wearing down the enamel, Mm -hmm. now, is it Mm -hmm. like the commercial says, is it that once that's gone, it's gone? It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Um, And so once it's gone, it's gone. Um, there are ways, of course, to get it back cosmetically by doing, you know, veneers and okay. things of that nature. Okay. Um, but definitely, once the enamel is gone, we're not able to regenerate it. So um, definitely be cautious with what you're using to brush with. And I know there are several products out there, mm-hmm. uh, but but charcoal is just too abrasive. There are no studies and I'm a, a doctor that believes in evidence-based medicine, evidence-based dentistry. Right. There are no studies out there proving that charcoal is effective. If you want to whiten your teeth, you, you, you want to use over-the-counter whitening products mm-hmm. or okay. in-office dental whitening products. Mm-hmm. First, it's important to stay up-to-date on your cleaning. You're not going to see a huge effect. If you're just going to get no, get those whitening products and you haven't cleaned your teeth yet. So mm. definitely fluoride toothpaste is number one. If sensitivity is an issue for you, you want to look for toothpaste that um, not only has fluoride, but has potassium nitrate in it. So those are two key ingredients. If you're sensitive, generalized sensitivity, or if you have recession um, where your gums, I'm sorry, the roots of your teeth are exposed because that can cause sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have recession, you want to look for sensitive toothpaste um, that have potassium nitrate along with your fluoride. Okay. Potassium. Mm-hmm. Cool. And so now transitioning, now what if I want it to be reactive? So, you know, I've already gone down the road and I have some um, some gum disease, tooth disease, what tips would you suggest for improving my oral care once I already have a problem? Yeah, once you already have a problem, you cannot do it by yourself. You can't improve oral care by yourself. There's no oil pulling that's going to help you. 
Um, oh, you know, I and heard that one in forever. And, and, you know, for me, I just would never be able to sit in the shower for 10 to 15 minutes and just keep oil in my mouth. That's right. just is not a realistic thing for me. Sure. Um, and so there's no amount of oil pulling that's going to help. There are a lot of things that um, are out there, holistic and herbal remedies. Um, and I get it. I am a firm believer in um, going the natural way on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But once you have disease, um, gum disease is present, you cannot treat it on your own. You absolutely have to see a dentist. Um, and the dentist um, has to use mechanical means to help treat that gum disease and get you back to health. And then, like I mentioned earlier, it's going to be important that in order for you to remain healthy, you're going to see the dentist every three to four months, right. just more regularly until we can get you on the so path of complete health. Yep, mm-hmm. complete health. Yep, cool. yep. So now one of the things that is a challenge for uh, getting to a dentist um, is that, you know, a lot of people don't have dental insurance um, and, you know, paying for for dental care above and beyond just the preventative care or even the preventative care may be cost prohibitive um, for some folks. So um, do you know of any um, community resources that may help people have access to dental care or any tips for making dental care more affordable? Yeah, so this is what I will say, that um, preventive dentistry is the most affordable thing going, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So that means that if you keep up with your dental appointments, um, we're able to catch things early, um, if you have like a little twinge or something that doesn't feel right, don't ignore the signs. Ignoring the signs is what causes things mm-hmm. to become costly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're seeing the dentist regularly, people who are seeing the dentist regularly are not spending a boatload of money on dentistry. Right. It is when you wait and you procrastinate on um, and you ignore those signs and symptoms that, you know, the longer you wait, the worse things are going to get. Um, and the more costly things are going to get. So let me just say that first. Number two, we are not the enemy. Right. <laughs> dentists are not the enemy. There is, um, yeah, there are dental insurance companies out there. I see, um, I treat patients that have insurance, mm-hmm. um, but my primary relationship is with my patient. I am concerned about the health of my patient. Right. No dentist is going to allow the insurance company to dictate the health that they're giving to the patient. Right on. I can't allow your insurance company to, to, to dictate my treatment plan to you. So if there's a particular treatment that you need, say it's, I don't know, say it's a root canal that you need because you're in pain. But your insurance may not necessarily cover that treatment. I can't say that, okay, since your insurance isn't covering it, it's not ethically right Right. for me to say, well, you don't need it. Right. You need it. You need it in order to save your your tooth. You need it in order for that bacteria to not get into your bloodstream and cause heart issues. So I am concerned about your care first. You have a relationship with your insurance company. I have a relationship with, with you. you. That's right. Um, and then lastly, let me mention, especially here in the Atlanta area, there are so many community resources that are out there that um, you can go and have oral care. 
um, based upon, you know, your income level, mm -hmm. right. um, BMSL clinic, um, there are Good Samaritan clinics out here in the metro, Atlanta metro area. So most of most communities have other resources. And these particular, a lot of these clinics, dentists will go take time out of their private practice and go volunteer mm -hmm. at these clinics. And a lot of the clinics are state-of-the-art clinics. So there's always resources for you. And, and it's so important to just not, don't ignore the signs. Right. Any little bit of bleeding, any little twinge that you feel can be a sign that something greater is going on. Right. Don't let pain be the only indicator. Because I mentioned, as I mentioned before, um, oral cancer, you may not have pain. Right. Um, gum disease is not painful. Right. So don't let pain be the indicator that something is going on. If you start to see any late. subtle changes, go see the dentist. Excellent. So now, yep. I, before we go in these last few minutes, I want to mm -hmm. talk about honey envy. Ah. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> My fabulous friends are, are just doing doing things and they are <laughs> stepping outside of the box and, and chasing wild dreams. And I just I just love it and love to support it. And I'm going to tell you, so my daughter, Spencer, like, you know, I bought the product and mm -hmm, I bought it mm -hmm. for myself and I let her use it. And now I have to buy more for myself because she has taken <laughs> the product like she is. She is a honey. Let me just go ahead on and just say yes, that. I love it. She I love it. I love my it. little honey. That just makes me feel she so She is loving it. So now, <laughs> how did that come about for you? You know what? I just believe that you could be passionate about more than one thing. Amen. And I am passionate about teeth. I'm passionate about hair. Um, and, you know, a lot of people just ask, like, you're a dentist, so why hair? Mm-hmm. It's, it's why simple. I, I just care about the impact of stylish, healthy hair. Sure. Um, and that's just it. Like, style and health, as far as hair is concerned, can coexist. Right. As far as teeth are concerned, it can coexist. And so one of the things for me growing up, it's, it has always been about hair. And I think hair is one thing that connects us. Mm -hmm. No matter what color, what shape, what hue you are, white, black, brown, hair. If you see a woman and she walks in a room and her hair is banging, you will Listen. compliment her. Listen. You will ask her who her stylist is. You will ask her what true. product she used. That's and true. that, to me, is what Honey Envy is about. It is about women empowering women to be greater, to be that one person that everybody notices when they walk in a room because hair is everything. Hair, beauty, health. That's what Honey Envy is is really all about. And so, you know, I it's just been, it was on the forefront of my mind. Mm -hmm. um, of course, I was on season six of Married to Medicine. And when I was on there, people would always inbox me what do you do to make your hair look like that? So y'all need to find, y'all need to go on Facebook and see Dr. Jarrett. Dr. Jarrett yeah. has the flyest hair. Let me just go <laughs> ahead on and just say, let me, so, you know, I, she is part of my blonde inspiration here. <laughs> let me just go ahead and tell y'all that, but I'm sorry. I interrupted. Go ahead. No. And I think that's, that, that is what triggered me to go ahead and tell my story. And honey envy is to end the answer to what I do um, to my hair. It's just something I've okay. been trying. You know, I've been, I was developing over a year, working with chemists in a lab and 
coming up with the right formulation to give you products that, um, you know, that are for every person, every walk of life. At Honey Envy, we believe that regardless of texture, all hair should be envied. And we celebrate every texture that is out there. The kinks to coils to curls, Honey Envy will help you embrace and really start loving your hair again. So I'm excited. We launched in June. And the reception it's has been... It's an amazing been, product. It really is. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And, you so, know, all natural. Um, we don't use any of the bad stuff. No parabens, no formaldehyde. Um, and it's um, it's cruelty-free. No, you know, testing on animals. I'm super excited and just over-the-top proud about it. So tell my listeners two things. One, where can we find you as a dentist? And where can we find Honey Envy? Okay, so me as a dentist, you can follow me on social media at Dr. Jared underscore DDS. That's on Instagram, Twitter. That's D-R-J-A-R-R-E-T-T underscore DDS. My office is www.jlmdentistry.com. And then Honey Envy is all on social media as well at Honey underscore Envy. That's at H-O-N-E-Y underscore Envy and purchase products at honeyenvy.com. Awesome sauce. Dr. Jarrett, thank you so much for coming and spending time with me today. I have enjoyed it and please feel free. If anytime you want to come back, you're more than welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Dr. Jarrett, everybody, we will be right back after this commercial break. This is Dr. Carissa and you are listening to Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa. Are you looking for compassionate, knowledgeable, and affordable pet care? Then Just for Pets Wellness Center is just right for you. We are located in the Bella Rosa Shopping Plaza at 8911 Daniels Parkway, Suite 7 in Fort Myers, Florida. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And on Saturdays, by appointment. Call us today at 239-270-5721 or visit us at www.just4petsfl.vet. And we're on Facebook and Instagram, too. This is Alvin. And this is Edmund. On the Old Fashioned Health Show. Tune in each Friday from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. And listen to us live on iHeartRadio or the Real 1100 app. Where we talk about healthy information, products, and or services. And get some old school music in. On the Real 1100. Hey, America, let's turn it up. Yeah, check out our styles. you know you're not. And we are back. And it is true. You are never fully dressed without a smile. And thanks again to Dr. Jarrett for giving us those great tips about improving and maintaining our oral health. So just really quick, 10 um, top health issues that are caused by bad oral health, uh, cardiovascular disease, dementia, respiratory infections, diabetes, pregnancy complications, infertility, erectile dysfunction, cancer, 
kidney disease and rheumatoid arthritis all can be linked to uh, poor oral hygiene and poor oral health. So, you know, definitely want to make sure that we're taking care of our teeth because in taking care of our teeth, we are taking care of our health. So I'm going to move into our vitamin C today. So in the world today, um, it's really hard to find a whole lot to smile about. Um, COVID continues to ravage our country in many ways, um, both in loss of life, in disability, in economic uh, disadvantage. Um, California and the West Coast are burning. We're in the middle of a very active uh, hurricane season. Uh, and again, you know, hearts go out to the Gulf Coast. Hope you all are staying safe. Um, so, you know, it just seems like calamity is all around us and it can be very, very overwhelming to face these struggles on multiple fronts because, you know, we are, as global citizens, we're concerned about the world, but then we have stuff going on on our front porch, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it just can be really, really exhausting. Um, and so many of us can be, can suffer from battle fatigue, right, because you're trying to, to do the remote learning with your with your children and trying to figure out work or how to get back to work and how are you going to pay the bills and all of this stuff is going on in the world it, it, it's just a lot so you may have asked yourself how much longer can I fight and here enters hope it is true that hope springs eternal because no matter how dark the situation how low we may fall Hope is the thing we can cling to, and in hope we find the strength to hang on. And so I leave you with this quote from Emily Dickinson. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. It will get better, y'all. Just got to hang in there. Just have hope for better days ahead because they are coming. I believe that. I am Dr. Carissa Hines, and once again, thank you so much for spending this hour with me. I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have. This is my most favorite hour of the week. And I, God willing, will see you all next week, and we will be back again. Y'all have a great week. Be good to yourself. Be good to each other. Thanks for listening. This is Dr. Carissa. Thanks for joining me this week on Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa. Join me next week for more comfortable yet in-depth conversation. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to another Old Fashioned Health Network show on The Real 1100.